Welcome to the Naturally Nourished Podcast, which delivers cutting-edge food as medicine solutions for optimal health. Allie Miller is a nutrition expert sought up by the media and America's top medical institutes for her revolutionary functional medicine interventions. From disease treatment to prevention, every episode will empower you with ways to put yourself back in control of your health. Please note, the topics discussed are for educational purposes only. Now welcome, Integrative Dietitians Allie Miller and her co-host Becky Yu. Welcome to the Naturally Nourished Podcast. You are joining us for episode 370, Biological Dentistry with Dr. Joan Sefcik. Today's episode is being recorded on our YouTube channel as well. If you have not checked out Naturally Nourished on YouTube, you guys are totally missing out. Go ahead, push pause and check it out. Shoot on over to YouTube. We've recently put out content on the Switch Witch during Halloween, which is really good. We have a delicious paleo pumpkin, everything but the bagel, bagel type of situation that's made with almond flour and pumpkin puree and egg and it's just fantastic. Uh, We have basically videos on either recipe content, uh, demonstrations of like how to do a Bragg's apple cider vinegar shooter and why you want to consider it, and then some functional medicine topics like balancing hormones, estrogen dominance, so much more. Uh, We keep these in more of like 8 to 12 minute videos on functional medicine and whole body health, Uh, and again, also some recipe stuff out there. So a great way to share the food as medicine approaches that we have with your family or friends, especially as we get into holiday season, I'll be doing a redo of the ever-loving green bean casserole coming up, all that stuff to see. So anyway, today's topic though is on biological dentistry. We have an amazing guest to share with you and we recorded this just last Friday, uh, but we did not record an intro. So y'all have to deal with me. I apologize. (laughs) You won't have the Becky Alley banter. It's just going to be Alley here. I'm going to just share with you a little bit about what this episode has, some updates we have coming down the pipeline, and then our sponsor, Reed Jones Bio, and we will get right to it. So I am super stoked for y'all to listen to this episode. I honestly can't believe that we have made it almost 400 episodes without covering the topic of biological dentistry, oral infections, uh, mercury amalgam removal, uh, teeth whitening processes. I mean, I think we've done some of these in little Q&A punches and we've worked with patients to support their process of maybe cavitations with a root canal infection uh, or various forms of complications, but we have not done just an entire episode on a deep dive. So I'm super excited to have our guest on here. This is my family's dentist and we're going to cover a lot of ground. So super excited to bring Joan on here shortly. But before we get into that, as far as updates, we have just opened class spaces for our January virtual 12-week food as medicine ketosis program. Uh, The ketogenic diet when done with a food as medicine approach is absolutely a great way to support optimal oral health. In fact, we know as we moved away from that paleolithic or primal palate, as the findings of Dr. Weston A. Price have shown, that the palate began to narrow. We saw cavities, infections, oral 
microbiome shifts, and so much more from that westernized standard diet of refined processed carbs, seed oils, and so much more. So if you are wanting to reset your diet, feel amazing, and start to redefine your relationship with real foods, check out grabbing a spot in our 12-week virtual food as medicine ketosis class. This program is $399. It is going to run for 12 consecutive weeks, which is a new change. In the past times that I've run this program, I've done this every other week, uh, and we've done six functional medicine deep dive classes. We are going to still provide you that next level information. So we'll be covering things like cardiovascular health. We're going to be digging into blood sugar balance beyond diabetes, understanding metabolic flexibility. We're going to dig into hormones, talking about PCOS, fertility, estrogen dominance, shifts into perimenopause, and so much more. We cover dysbiosis or gut bacteria infections, as well as yeast overgrowth or candida, leaky gut, and how to optimize digestive status. And what's really unique about our food as medicine approach to ketosis is as we work with you through these 12 weeks, we provide you quizzes, interactive materials, so that you really get this N equals one individualized approach to use food as medicine. You can address inflammation in your body, Successful participants have reduced medications, have seen greater than 15 pounds of weight loss, significant body composition change with increased muscle mass, improved mood, reduced cravings, and so much more. And what's unique about this time around is that Becky and I are going to be chatting with you on the off weeks between the classes. So this is 12 consecutive classes on Wednesdays starting at noon Central Standard, starting on January 10th, kicking off. And on the in-between weeks, we will be doing more direct interaction with y'all. So we're super excited to do troubleshooting, to check in on those food goals that we set as we progress, uh, to address and troubleshoot some of your labs if desired and wanting to be a case study and discussed in front of the other members uh, and so much more. We cannot wait to have you guys on. Um, Again, it's only $399. And if you're listening to this live, we will have Black Friday savings uh, starting on that Cyber Monday. And that is going to be $75 off a spot in this class. Amazing resource for you. This will absolutely shift again the way you look at food and get ready to make sustainable change and feel absolutely empowered with food, understanding how to feel amazing and also experience mindful indulgences. So we hope y'all will join us. Go on over to Allie Miller RD, grab your spot in our 12-week virtual ketosis class, and we'll see you January 10th. All right, now finally, our sponsor for today's episode is NutriSense. Uh, NutriSense is a continuous glucose monitor or a CGM company that also provides you support from a nutritionist. A CGM is a great way to maintain accountability in the holidays or to step on the right foot in the new year to understand how your blood sugar levels respond to shifts in exercise, in timing of eating. So a lot of you are kind of playing with that biohacking of various forms of fasting and circadian rhythm of eating earlier in the day, cutting off at 3 p.m. Or maybe fasting isn't serving you and your liver is dumping glucose and you need to instead eat in a 10 or 12 hour window. Uh, You can learn all of this by using a CGM and looking at real time 24-7 information of what your blood sugar is doing. We've also helped 
our patients resolve uh, midnight waking with blood sugar dumping, adding resistant starches, or on the latter end, blood sugar spikes, and adding berberine to mitigate that blood sugar spike. So wearing a CGM is really a helpful way to get next level information, especially if you're dealing with an A1C that is not optimal, or your energy levels aren't peak, or you're dealing with cravings, or just wanting to really understand what's going on under the hood, if you will. Uh, A CGM can tell you so much about metabolic health, about your food choice, your timing and frequency, the best type of movement for blood sugar regulation, and even how your stress responds to blood sugar. In fact, I'll often play with GABA Calm with patients, and we'll see that that powerful, chewable, naturally nourished supplement can actually reduce a blood sugar spike. So make sure you have your GABA Calm on hand, especially if traveling for Thanksgiving that's coming up, uh, or any of the upcoming holiday gatherings, social anxiety, that can absolutely be a good harness. Um, So you can check that out too. Um, All right. So when you want to learn about how to use blood sugar management and really understand what the heck your blood sugar is doing and how to take your health to the next level, you can check out NutriSense.com slash AllieMillerRD. When you use AllieRD, you will get $30 off your first month of a subscription with NutriSense for monthly CGMs. Or you can scroll down at NutriSense.com slash AllieMillerRD and you'll see on the green background the exclusive offer for podcast listeners of $175 for a one-time meter use, if that's what you prefer. Um, So you can go on over to NutriSense.com slash AllieMillerRD. All right, I am going to read Joan's bio and then we will bring her on here. (laughs) Thank you again for your patience and sticking with just my tone. Goodness, mad respect to these solo podcasters. It's it's so nice having a co-host. Okay, here we go. Dr. Joan Sefcik has been practicing biological dentistry in Austin for over 26 years. She is the past president of the International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine, is currently a board member and part of the accreditation team. She has been knighted in the Sacred Medical Order of the Knights of Hope. Uh, Dr. Joan Sesick is absolutely a fantastic resource and forward-thinking practitioner. Uh, She has received Times Magazine's 2012 Best Doctors and Dentists Award and is a member of the Weston A. Price Foundation, Dental Amalgam Mercury Solutions, the International Association of Mercury Safe Dentistry, uh, the International Academy of Oral Medicine and Toxicology, and as noted, the past president of the International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. I'm going to link also some uh, articles that she has written, um, some of them on oral cancer and a proactive approach, others on our root canals making you sick, the root canals you've already had performed, that is, in reference to, and uh, also myths about water fluoridation. So we cover a lot of ground on today's episode. I hope y'all enjoy it. As always, when you are getting goodness from the Naturally Nourished podcast, sharing is caring. Also, we so appreciate five-star reviews on whatever platform you're listening and um, hope to see y'all in our keto class. Go on over to AllieMillerRD.com to grab a spot there. Let's do it. 
Hey, Joan, welcome to the Naturally Nourished Podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to chat with you in this capacity. So I met Joan in December of 2020, I believe it was, at a Texans for Vaccine Freedom event in Austin. And Joan introduced herself and said, I'm a biological dentist and I don't make people mask in my office. And so I said, <laughs> I need to know you because I'm starting to not trust medical professionals that are just going footline and sink into the constructs of the bad season, not applying critical thinking. And so I knew immediately that she had a head on her shoulders and that she had medical autonomy as a priority. And I can't believe, Becky, that we've made it this far into our podcast without having a biological dentist. Yeah, we've talked oral health, maybe a smidge, you know, related to cardiovascular disease or probiotics, but we really have not delved into it. So we are very excited to just pick your brain today. Yes. So let's get right in. Let's first share with our listeners and viewers here today. Uh, what is a biological dentist? Well, biological dentist, bios means life. So it's life enhancing. So we use a bio compatible materials. I also safely remove mercury because you need to do it safely or you get more exposure. Um, we understand that all the teeth are related to different organs. So just like your ear or your foot there's energetic connections with each tooth and it also depends what's in the mouth because it can affect the rest of the body too awesome and so if we're looking at a biological dentist approach to a conventional or standard dental approach what are big no's that a biological dentist wouldn't do that we would expect from a conventional dentist maybe some of the treatment modalities or such so if you put any metal in the mouth it would be a clean like mostly gold metal, no nickel or anything toxic like that. Um, we get rid of infections, like old root, can root canals can have be a source of infection. Uh, cavitations can be a source of infection from an extraction that wasn't done properly. Um, and then we safely remove the mercury if it's in your mouth. And use biocompatible composites because there's a whole range of composites. It can be, uh, just because it says composite doesn't mean it's, it, it can be a good composite. Yes, and I want to dig into, for sure, implants. I think we've both oh, had that discussion. We'll get there. Mm -hmm. um, but let's maybe just jump into a little bit more rapid fire, if you will, because um, we have so much to cover today, um, starting with braces versus Invisalign. What are your thoughts there? What are the concerns about the materials utilized, and what do you do in your practice? I do a form of the like clear correct which is like the Invisalign which is supposed to be made no BPA okay. it's still vinyl uh, type uh, material um, the conventional braces actually have nickel in them mm. but sometimes you can't get the if you you know you have to weigh the pluses and minus you can't get the movement with the um, trays as you can with the with the conventional braces sometimes so it would depend kind of on the starting point and and how how much mm -hmm. things need to move. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, what about um, best teeth whitening? What should we avoid? Should we be striving to have these like crazy white, you know, movie star <laughs> teeth in the first place? Um, and what's the safest way to whiten our teeth if we are going to do that? It can it can damage your teeth or sensitize them. Um, something with, with a carbamide or a hydrogen peroxide is usually your safest. I mean, some over-the-counter stuff has titanium oxide and different nasty stuff in it. Yeah. And you can use the light. The light is a little safer, I would think. Okay. Like yeah. the U, what is that, the blue light? The mm -hmm. blue the light, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Or um, use it in, con in, in conjunction also with the peroxides. 
Okay. Um, I remember using the Crest White Strips when we were getting married, and I was like, I must have the whitest teeth. <laughs> and I, my teeth got so sensitive because I was doing it probably twice a day for like two weeks where I couldn't eat like leading up to my wedding, which might work well for some people. It did not work well for me. Um, you know, my teeth were that sensitive. But the blue light um, is a safer option. And is there an option other than the primal life? Mm-hmm. I've seen those mm-hmm. trays. They do like a red, an infrared, and a blue light blend. Yeah, and they or is there an in-office procedure? There's some in-office ones too. Okay. Uh, how about how to improve on that vein, teeth enamel or reduce teeth sensitivity? Okay. Well, I'm not a proponent of fluoride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't, I haven't had fluoride in my office for 28 years. Wow. Um, so you want to rebuild what your tooth is made of. So we have a hydroxyapatite powder. Mm-hmm. And then you also want to have a, a vitamin A source to utilize that. Okay. So, to, so your tooth can utilize that also. Okay. Awesome. And how about how to address a cavity? Well, it depends how big the cavity is. If it's still in the enamel, it can remineralize if you have the, the appropriate components available okay. to do it. Once it gets in the dentin, it's, it's, it, it usually won't reverse. You usually have to take care of it, clean it out, and fill it. And would you use then a standard like sealant on top of it versus? Um, sealant is usually just on a regular, on a, I mean, that's a problem. Sometimes the sealants decay underneath. Okay. So, and they had BPA. Now they make some, I haven't done it for years, but I think now they make some without the BPA. Okay. But they would cause these like hidden cavities in kids a lot of the time. Okay. So if you're removing a cavity, does anything go on top then after? Um, I ozone everything before I okay. fill it, and um, which kills the bacteria. Mm-hmm. This is antiviral, antifungal, anti um, bacterial mm-hmm. and it desensitizes the tooth too and um then i put the filling on. i use a real biocompatible f- filling okay cool. let's talk a little bit about what got you into biological dentistry because you were trained conventional uh what was your big aha moment or realization and ha- as your practice has changed how have you seen different outcomes in your patients well it was this was you know like 28 years ago uh, i had some patients that were going to see it was an op the ophthalmologist in town who was chelating Mm -hmm. and he wanted someone to take the mercury out Mm -hmm. so he took me to lunch and uh, started telling me the evils of mercury and I was like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he gave me this huge frame poster of all the teeth with energetic connections on it and I was like oh that's so cool and so it had this is before the internet of course yeah yeah (laughs) so it had a little uh a name and number down there and I called Dawn and it was actually the Academy of Biological Dentistry. <laughs> okay. She says, oh, we have a conference in a couple months. Do you want to come? I go, sure. And Very cool. from then on. <laughs> wow. And so the first thing was, what was the first thing that you changed? Was it removing fluoride from your practice or? It was the mercury first. Okay. So, and, okay. The, and it was like, okay, I have to stop that. Then I went to the conference and I go, oh, fluoride? Yeah, because we've been so indoctrinated mm-hmm. with fluoride. Yes. And I'm like, okay that makes sense that's out uh-huh. <laughs> you know then it was the root canals then it was the root canal thing mm-hmm. so my poor staff every time i went to a meeting oh, they were like back oh no again. what are we yeah, changing, changing now <laughs> oh my gosh. and i'm sure your patients that was probably a shift where you gained new ones that mm-hmm. were looking and seeking this natural approach but then some that were kind of freaked out like wait well it's funny because i actually have some that have been patients for 35 years then. yeah they don't, don't know if they even realize okay, it. okay. but i am covering them up and doing all the safe protocols when i take them filling out sure you know? Oh, but <laughs> sure wild yeah should we talk fluoride should we yeah like let's open that. that can let's of worms that. already yes. like why don't we use fluoride so I remember the like 
trays of the foam from when I was a little kid and they'd be like oh you can choose the bubble gum flavor or the mint flavor yes. and <laughs> which neurotoxin know, would you like right exactly <laughs> and how would you like to flavor that neurotoxin so let's talk dangers of fluoride and kind of the myths there like do we need fluoride? You do for not need health? fluoride. Your teeth, nothing in your body requires fluoride. Your teeth are not made of fluoride. They're only made of oxygen, hydrogen, calcium, and phosphorus. And they make this beautiful hydroxyapatite crystal that interlocks, and it's solid. When you add fluoride, it knocks out an OH ion, makes this fluorapatite that's collapsed. The crystal's collapsed. It doesn't interlock anymore, and it just piles one on top of the other. Mm. So it can actually leak because it's not interlocking. It makes it feel harder because it's denser, but it's only like the T-tiniest little layer on the top mm-hmm. of the tooth. Mm-hmm. So you actually can get cavities underneath it because the bacteria can get through there. Whoa. And you're deforming the tooth structure and your bone structure if you ingest it. Wow. And so what would be the reason why we're like putting fluoride in tap water and uh, why that still is a recommendation in standard, process, standard practices? Because they say it, it keeps the cavities down. Okay. I think it's a point or six part, part of a surface of a tooth from the okay. studies. I mean, but they're not taking into account all the, all the brain damage. There's a study that, that women who drank fluoridated water while they're pregnant, their children have lower IQs. Mm-hmm. There's all these studies coming out now. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, the thyroid issues, the broken hips. They, they link all the broken hip issues to fluoridated water in the elderly. Wow. Wow. And is there anything... if a listener is currently using fluoride yeah. in their toothpaste or some of those products, uh, is there thought to detox this uh, or how long does the fluoride stay in the body? And then what would be a better recommendation for a toothpaste, I guess, in general? Uh, what should consumers look for? Well, I would stop using the toothpaste or mm-hmm. the rinse because your tissues absorb it, so you're getting it systemically. Mm-hmm. Um, boron, boron and iodine and all this help um, detox it because it's very similar to iodine so your thyroid will take it up. Okay, so you could even do like that topical transdermal iodine test to see where your levels are and that resorption mm-hmm. level and do that and then see vegetables, all sorts of things to kind of boost that uh, E3 live would be a good, the blue-green algae yeah. as a source. Yeah, and chlorella. Mm-hmm. Eating seafood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and what should we look for in our toothpaste so no fluoride no uh, fluoride free you can do some of the hydroxyapatite mm-hmm. um, toothpaste because they help rebuild your teeth you can you don't even have to have toothpaste just mechanically get it off of there you brush it brush the plaque off okay yeah so it's really the friction element that's more important and i know when you clean teeth in your office what do you use as that abrasive it's it's like a pumice okay. I, I get a plain pumice and we, and we you get to pick your essential oil mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's a pumice that. with an essential oil. It's not bubblegum. And then it's the friction <laughs> to do the work. Because all the fantastic. other prepackaged ones have fluoride in them. Okay. Okay. That's so good funny. to know. Byron's mm-hmm. going to be happy to hear this because he was arguing with me like, oh, you don't actually need toothpaste. I'm going to go toothpaste <laughs> free for two weeks and see what happens. And I'm like, that's gross. Your breath's going to smell. But I really nice, didn't notice the But difference. it's nice to, to it's have nice the, to feel you know, fresh. Yeah. 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 No doubt. Uh, let's dig a little bit deeper into the teeth meridians. This is something that I just recently saw. Uh, tell me about, I guess, the origin of it and um, like what those connections mean and, and maybe some, maybe highlight two or three different teeth and what systems they're connected with. So Reinhard Voll in the 1950s was doing the EAV and he noticed all the connections with the organs with the teeth. 
and um, so the whole all the teeth are mapped out and they're different parts of the body even even organs spinal parts everything wow so they all correspond and so if parts. someone has an infection in that particular tooth that could also impact that organ system or if if they're missing mm -hmm. that tooth what would be the impact there so if it sometimes if it's missing if you had a tooth bud and it dissolved you could have a cavitation there and it could affect it mm -hmm. um if like a root canal is dead so it can affect that meridian mm -hmm. so um like some of the upper molars go to the hip but they go to the stomach the thyroid mm -hmm. lower molars are lung large intestine okay the front teeth are kidneys adrenals mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. ovaries testicle you know okay prostate so wow then you were telling us offline before we started recording that you just did a uh what cleanup of a root canal extraction an mm -hmm. extraction and the individual tell us about that outcome oh she was having a lot of health issues and she couldn't walk she was walking with a cane and she just texted me that this morning she didn't have to walk with her cane anymore wow that's wild you <laughs> said that that tooth in particular was in the hip area yes, went to her hip wild so wild and we'll link this chart for listeners mm -hmm. because it's really cool um to see you know if you've ever had work done or maybe you have an implant in a certain place what organ systems we might be impacting and where else we might need to dig into in the body to kind of compensate right mm -hmm. and i think that that takes this whole like oral health to whole body health mm -hmm. connection even further you know i had as a functional medicine practitioner always connected the periodontal health with cardiovascular health and oral infection as a driver of cardiovascular disease but this whole meridian thing really connects <laughs> like oral health to literally all of the systems of the body as one of these root anchoring elements. Uh, let's talk about maybe just in your perspective or explain to our audience why oral health matters and maybe some of the periodontal connections or disease risk we see for individuals that have poor oral health status. Well, it's, it's kind of indicator both ways too, but if you clean up your mouth, they've shown that you know, people with diabetes need less insulin. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's all the inflammation. Uh, it's, some, some doctors say you can, you can diagnose 85% of the health issues from the mouth. Wild. That's so, wild. <laughs> so because so, of such a state of infection going on that drives that inflammatory process and stresses the immunological mm -hmm. process uh or is, is it always because of infection based and inflammation essentially infection i think energetic blockages mm -hmm. okay. like from the root canals and stuff okay um or toxicities so toxicities from the different metals or from uh, mercury okay it's interesting so it might not just or even diet, materials yeah. that you're not compatible with okay you know, can create a you know immune issue and sure. in that sense, do you do compatibility testing? Yes. Or, I okay. Mean, so how, what does I, we, that look like? We actually can do a blood test, and I can muscle test too. Okay. Me too. So. Okay. And I use materials that most people mostly test well. Okay. So, but you never know. You know, you can you can uh, you're allergic if you're allergic to strawberries or organic strawberries, and right. strawberries aren't good for you. <laughs> right, right. Right. That that n <laughs> equals one or someone's superfood <laughs> is someone else's kryptonite for mm -hmm. sure. Well, it's funny because when I met uh, Joan at that event. I had, I was in the process of Invisalign and I have two teeth. Becky and I actually both do. We're like soul sisters that have the same missing meridian. No, Maybe that's why no. our balance found each other. But, uh, so I only had two baby teeth in the same, what, what, what part of it is? It's a bicuspid, it's probably the bicuspid. lower bicuspid. Yes, the lower bicuspids. So both Becky and I don't have adult teeth there. Uh, so I had one extracted when I got my uh, molars removed or my... What would that be that you get removed? Wisdom teeth. My wisdom yeah. teeth removed. Uh, and then the other one was built up on, but then 
in 2020, I got, or 2019, I got that removed Invisalign <laughs> to kind of straighten things out and I was going to get implants. Uh, and so I was going to go for zirconia versus titanium and had done my research there. But then the bad season hit and I was like, do I want to put any metal in my mm. mouth at all? Um, is metal a conductor for electronic frequency? It, we're seeing such a huge influx of potential impact from 5G. What's your perspective there, Joan, as far as implants? Are they necessary? Will we see atrophy in the bone? Uh, and what's your kind of go-to there? It's also weighing that, you know, if you don't have any teeth, you know, yes. what, you got to weigh the, the pluses and minuses. Dr. Huggins used to say any implant will trigger autoimmune disease. It could be because it's a foreign object in your mm -hmm. bone. It could be tomorrow. It could be 100 years from now. Okay. So if you're going to go that route, the zirconia is much better because the energy does flow through the zirconia. Okay. There was the titanium. It's like, you know, it's a metal blocking that meridian. And so if someone had a titanium implant, would you go as far to extract that like you would with mercury or cost to benefit is not so <laughs> much on someone over here has one. So yeah. I'm very it curious. It depends what's going on with mm -hmm. you. Okay. If you're, okay. you most, a lot of people can override the stuff mm -hmm. in their mouth. If, sure. I mean, if I've had seen people, they get them in and they break out in hives all over mm -hmm. their body. Mm -hmm. You know, they have immediate reaction. Okay. So you never, it's, it's whatever's, you know, it's how full is your, <laughs> right. Your allostatic load, yeah. uh -huh. your immunological function, inflammation, all that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think that's good. Thought I mean, same with root canals too. Sometimes some people can override the okay. issues on those. And so within root canals, do you do root canals? It's just that you're really monitoring the infection to prevent have like no i don't do them root canal issue is threefold okay it's the one the energetic issue like we were talking about okay secondly the tooth is mostly made of dentin which are these little tubes and they're like little straws stacked one on top of the other okay <clears throat> everything all the tooth except for the middle of the nerve and the blood supply or the little enamel on top the little cap is dentin okay and if you a molar if you put those tubes end to end it's three miles worth of tubules per Holy tooth cow. what <laughs> per tooth so these tubes so when the tooth is alive the uh -huh. nerve and the blood supplies in the middle uh -huh. of the tooth the fluids flushing them clean okay so nothing's in there mm -hmm. when you do a root canal you've ripped the blood supply out and the nerve and you fill it with this rubbery stuff so now these are desiccated and then bacteria all in your body go we can hide here and nobody can get us mm. there's no blood supply for antibiotics to even get there so i used to call them a bacteria condos <laughs> so uh -huh. they're hanging out there they're morphing they're emitting all their toxins they're doing their thing and your body knows it but the white blood cells are like way larger than those tubules they can't get in there and get uh. it so your body sends them your spleen sends them there to hang out to hopefully catch something mm -hmm. <laughs> and um so it's wasting your your um white blood cells mm -hmm. you know and then um it's, so you've got your 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 immune system is getting wasted on it. Mm -hmm. That's one of the issues. And then mm -hmm. all the bacteria that are there that every time you chew start spilling out into your body, and they can lodge on weak organs like usually your heart or your kidneys. Goodness. So that can okay. be an, an issue. And so what what exactly is uh, <clears throat> cavitation? You mentioned cavitation toxicity. So cavitations are when an extraction <clears throat> when the, there's a ligament around the tooth. If you the dentist didn't clean that out. So the bone doesn't, it forms a hole. Mm -hmm. So the bone, it's like a cyst almost. Okay. Um, or if you have a hyper, if the patient has clotting issue, or if they use epinephrine in the anesthetic, which most it's dentists often. use. Uh -huh. yeah. So they say the epinephrine kills the bone in 20 seconds. Oh. If it's around the tooth. I don't, I don't use it in the office. Wow. So, yeah. 
So all of us who've had our wisdom teeth out are at risk. <laughs> Probably for that. They even say if like eighty five percent other mm-hmm. extensive dental work. So they're like little septic tanks in yeah. your jaw. <laughs> they're full of bacteria, all these anaerobic bacteria. <laughs> and wisdom teeth in general. I'm curious to hear your take on yeah. that because I don't think that God makes mistakes. I'm like, well, these teeth were on purpose at some point. Some, you definitely, because, well, you know, Western Price, mm-hmm. <laughs> when we were eating better. And, yeah. And, and of course, there's genetics. You can have mom's jaw and dad's mm-hmm. teeth and all that. But if they're coming in straight, leave them alone. If you yeah. can clean them and they're coming in straight. Okay. Yeah. And so the whole reason, if, if I'm <clears throat> to jump to conclusions, the whole reason why wisdom teeth removal became a practice was because the palate started narrowing and so they started to get crowding and concern about alignment. And they would just take them out, take them out, take them out. Okay, just kind of became standard practice. (laughs) Let's talk about Weston A. Price and let's talk about influence on paleolithic diet versus the standard American diet and how that (laughs) impacts oral health. Well, that's Weston Price's story, right? Right, right. <laughs> um, definitely jaw formation, the teeth. I mean, just the, the amount of sugar alone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not good for anything, you know, your mm-hmm. mouth or your gut. Yeah. So, and he basically went to Africa and other like third world countries, right? That were, yeah, um, isolated. Okay. And, and saw in tribes where they maybe even had some form of moderate malnourishment, per our definition, beautiful palates and white teeth and no cavities yeah wow uh (laughs) and so when you look at someone's teeth I know when you cleaned my teeth just recently you said something about like oh did you have a lot of infections when you were three uh what was it that you saw or that you can see from teeth that can tell you about that information of the history of the individual and the standard treatment that they had so in different teeth are forming the enamels laying down so if you have an issue like the antibiotics Mm mm-hmm you can see lines in the enamel where it's, it's like, <laughs> or you can see where someone moves yeah. sometimes. I freak people out sometimes. Yeah. Where said, someone what? When they moved city, like really something that some place that has high fluoride or something. Interesting. Wild. So it was in my third year molar that you could see it or any tooth. Yeah. It depends on which, yeah, it's probably your, your first molars. If it was okay. three. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Wild. So wild tells a whole, your mouth tells a whole story. Mm-hmm. Um, and going back to just this, palate thing. I'm hearing a lot about expansion of the palate and, you know, know a lot of people who've done that with a biological dentist or not. I remember having a terrible palate expander and you would have to crank the thing and food would get stuck up there. It was awful. Um, But what can we do from your perspective, you know, working with a dentist and is there anything we can do to kind of course correct for our children? Like, will their palate if my maternal diet, when I'm pregnant with my daughter, you know, will that have an impact or is it already too Make late? sure their tongue is, uh, when they swallow, mm-hmm. is on the roof of their mouth. Okay. Make sure they're not tongue thrusting mm-hmm. or, you know, when they swallow. Yeah. That they convert it to adult swallowing. Okay. Where the tongue is up on the roof of the mouth. The tongue's way stronger than any braces. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So if you that. keep it there. Okay. You know, even at rest or make sure they're <clears throat> not, uh, you know, they're not mouth breathing at mm-hmm. night mm-hmm. too. <laughs> sure. No doubt. And tongue tie, I'm yeah. sure, if tongue not corrected, tie, yeah. could contribute significantly mm-hmm. to that because then they don't have that flexibility or motion or exactly. pressure. Mm-hmm. You can't and keep so it up there. Maybe within breastfeeding, you could already identify that with your child of right. struggling with latch, and that would be something to intervene with pretty I mean, quickly. even some of the moms will close the little baby's mouth, you know, make sure they're, they're nose breathing mm-hmm. at night. Okay. Oh, yeah, I think that's a good technique, too. What about mouth taping your husband? <laughs> <laughs> 
go for it. <laughs> the first time I did that to Byron, he's like, I don't know if I'm going to wake up in the morning. Like, I don't know if you're trying to. And he actually did say, I got a really good night's sleep. Well, you, you get more oxygen mm-hmm. yes, to your brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's huge. huge. Uh, so beyond sugar of the standard American diet uh, having an adverse effect on oral health, what are three nutrients for listeners to really focus on to support optimal oral health? Like what are three nutritional components that we want to make sure that we're getting and what they do for our teeth or our gums? I would think a D3K2 because okay. you want the combination. You want the D, the K2 puts the calcium back in your teeth and bones. Okay. Uh, a fat-soluble vitamin A mm-hmm. <laughs> to mm-hmm. utilize that calcium so you yes. have it. I think probiotics are good because this is the beginning of the digestive tract. Mm-hmm. So there's studies showing that babies from day one, if they had probiotic, they had a less incidence of cavities and autoimmune disease. Okay. Because their gut was healthier. Well, and then breastfed babies are getting that natural bacteria mm-hmm. from mama of the probacteria, <laughs> and they're getting human milk oligosaccharides as a prebiotic, all of those things that that formula really can't emulate. So I'm sure that there's some studies of breastfed babies and oral health versus formula in some sense, and, mm-hmm. and definitely then how we prime the palate of the child of we always keep this mantra of like savory starts um with baby led weaning Mm -hmm. of really ensuring that they're getting protein and starting savory versus of course those refined cereals and so forth (laughs) yeah um with the vitamin a connection we were talking a little offline about vegans in particular vegans and vegetarians who might not be getting that you know whole food form of vitamin A from animal sources. Retinol form. Um, Yes. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about what you see in terms of dental health of a vegan versus an omnivore. Beta carotene is not the fat soluble Mm -hmm. form of vitamin Mm -hmm. A. Mm -hmm. Um, I see their teeth decay. They Mm -hmm. they get a lot of cavities and throw that in with a mask (laughs) that was dehydrating the mouth. It It was bad. They just, and I'm like, if it's happening to your teeth it's happening to your bones too it's the right. same process yeah. no doubt so and and we have in our supplement line our osteofactors has mm-hmm. microcrystalline hydroxycalapatite or mchc form in our bone builder formula of osteofactors and so similar to like what you're saying in the toothpaste that same structure is going to help that remineralization or actually mm-hmm. help to build and then eat your butter eat your yeah. eggs or eat your liver yes yeah. to absorb the fat soluble <clears throat> vitamins and get the presence of those fat soluble vitamins uh love that awesome what about flossing let's let's go there is yes. flossing do we have to floss every day and yeah what's the, uh is a water pick better and what's the role um i it's it depends on how your teeth are too and what okay. do you have in there um okay. i think mechanically getting it off one way or another is okay. good you don't food want to build up you're saying yeah because if the, the food it depends of course what food it is true fair <laughs> true right. piece of steak or or versus yeah candy you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i mean a good overhaul every few days is good to do um Watch what, what kind of floss you're using because okay. you don't want the flosses that are coated or have the Teflon, which is yeah. the fluoride on yeah, it. Yeah, that was a right. big learning within the last year. I'm like, oh my gosh, the the um, floss that my husband's been buying in bulk from Costco has the same thing as the Teflon pans that we tell everyone oh not gosh. to, do, to mm-hmm. use. So it would be more of like a wax coating as an alternative. It's actually a Teflon, yeah, because it doesn't okay. break. So yeah. that, that was there for people that have issues with that. Uh-huh. And so what floss brand... Do you know of any or in any of them? As long as it's a, a, a yeah. car, like Caraba wax or whatever base. Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. Not that. And the unwax is better. So if you can do unwax, because it won't leave a, a 
a film on your teeth. Sure, that okay. makes sense. Why would you want to put the wax residue in there right. anyway? I mean, they're concerned about getting it in there. And right. It's like, what are you putting on the tooth? <laughs> this is very true. Okay. <laughs> Not thinking the long game. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm already like changing out the whole medicine cabinet of my <laughs> dental health stuff. What are other like at-home tools or products that you feel like everyone should be using to maintain good oral health at home? You can use essential oils. You can use colloidal silver. You can. I put a little iodine in my irrigator sometimes. Okay. Um, uh, irrigator baking like a water soda. pit kind of mm-hmm. thing. Baking okay. soda. You can do that because it'll alkalinize if you're having issues. And so is that like just to use like coconut oil with baking soda and uh, I've seen activated charcoal could whiten. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. also and yeah. also binds It's kind of more abrasive, but yeah. And the, and the oil pulling, you can do the okay. oil pulling. Yes. Make sure it's organic oil. <laughs> yes, no doubt. And what's your yeah. favorite oil for oil pulling? I like coconut oil. Okay, that's yeah. what we typically say. And don't swallow it, please. <laughs> it's yes. Yes. swallowing yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> yes. But so you could do just coconut oil with baking soda and an essential oil, like peppermint essential oil. And mm-hmm. that could be your standard daily. And then mm-hmm. occasionally kind of adding a little bit of charcoal or something like that. Yeah. And some people do bentonite clay. Sometimes. Okay. So okay. pull stuff out. Sure. Depends what you have in, you know, what's in, what do you want out of okay. <laughs> to pull out? Yeah, and I love the addition of silver. We just added an ionic silver, actually called nano silver, um, to our line that's used as a spray kind of to the back of the throat. But if we're having dental issues, that's going to hit kind of the whole I mean, yeah, I give patients some silver when I do an extraction. Okay. So So what preemptively do we want to do if we've had a root infection, uh, excuse me, a root canal, but aren't experiencing symptoms of an infection? Is there something, like, should we be chewing a probiotic or swishing a probiotic or doing the colloidal silver preemptively a couple times a week how do we manage yep. and prevent infection that'd if we know good, we're susceptible yeah that'd be a good idea um also energetically you might want to find out which meridian it's on and maybe a little acupuncture or okay. stimulate that meridian somehow make sure it's okay interesting yeah I talk like to me it. a little Connecting bit more about the, the energy yeah energy connection and energy blockages can you unpack that a little bit further for listeners of kind of what you mean by that and um how that manifests and what types of things well you since can do a, a root canal is a dead tooth mm-hmm. and, and dentistry is the only profession that leaves something dead in your body right it's <laughs> true it's really strange. um so that will block energy there so if you if you take it out and you clean it out then the energy can flow again if it's if it doesn't form a capitation okay so um, metal can block okay. the meridian. Um, infections can block the meridian. Okay. And so then that could mean when we're talking about like energy hitting that organ, that can actually impact with how that organ functions. And that's just thinking of this electric frequency of the body itself and just kind of having vibrational blockages essentially. Yeah, and it can be physical. I mean, I had someone, I was taking a colon tooth out, mm-hmm. which deep-seated emotional stuff. Mm-hmm. He started having flashbacks from Vietnam. Wow. That the VA hadn't, couldn't get out of him for 30 years. Wow. I mean, so there's all these connections. Mm-hmm. You know, cellular memory, everything, so. And let's talk about on that vein, I think of with like trauma, teeth grinding. Uh, I know mm. that I think of like parasite. <laughs> I do uh, too. you were gonna go, okay. <laughs> okay, but, but what other things do you think of when you see someone that's grinding their teeth and what are the best remedies or approaches for teeth grinders that are listening? Well, it could be stress, of course. Okay. Could be airway, lack of airway. Mm. So that can be, you're trying to get some more air. So you can assess that. Okay. I used to laugh at, because my naturopath, um, 
said, oh, it's parasites. I'm like, what? This, of course, this is a long time ago. Right, right, right. And so I was at a conference, and this top parasitologist from Israel was there. And I said, I was like, oh, he's going to laugh. I said, I'm going to ask him anyway. So I said, what's the deal with parasites and grinding? He goes, oh, yeah, it's a psychological response to the parasite. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, my uh-huh. God. Well, because parasites are more nocturnal. <laughs> right, also, right, right. I see that. And yes. especially if there's also <laughs> anal itching. Yes. <laughs> Double yes. indicator. Both ends. Yes. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Delightful. Uh, and so obviously if parasite was the root cause, there could be a, a treatment modality there that our listeners are somewhat familiar with. Uh, if it's stressed, you do, I mean, you know, we could bring in nerving herbs or adaptogens or do emotional, spiritual healing work. Uh, is there anything as far as like TMJ and lockjaw that you recommend as a tool or exercise or, or yeah, how you do want we start to more moist that? heat if it's, if it's getting bad, mm-hmm. you know, magnesium glycinate, I'm big on magnesium glycinate and I, you can do the too. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's gallbladder meridians right there. So okay. a little resentment might be going on. <laughs> Interesting. I just had that come up with a chiropractor. It's like, yes. No, not me. <laughs> sweet not, little. Every not time I sweet little me. Every time I say that, everyone's like, oh, uh, who's it? You know, they go immediately to a person. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or a situation. Yeah, totally. Goodness. Um, and would you recommend? I know I ask that of a lot of clients. I'm like, do you grind your teeth? And they're like, yes, but I wear a night guard, so it's like this band aid solution, and they breeze over it. And I'm like, we're at least going to address stress and your gut and like think through why you're doing it do you recommend night guards yeah or? i mean i wear okay. night guard. i can't okay. sleep without mine but actually okay. what it does is it keeps that they call it the freeway space mm-hmm. so when your jaw is at rest there should be a little space between your teeth they should, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be clenching mm-hmm. and ideally if you're at rest tongue up on the roof of your mouth mm-hmm. but if you are clenching it keeps that freeway space and protects the tim the joint there so okay so there's something about that structural shift. And then what about like tongue exercises or like uh, loosening um, jaw with, I've heard like oh, a the tennis ball or like some kind of like working that area. Yeah, you can get in your mouth and do the pterygoids too and okay. release all that. Sometimes you just have to break the cycle. There's, there's like so the, stressed. There's buccal facials that are becoming like a big thing now. Really? <laughs> people are jaw literally massage. getting a facial and oh, yeah, I'd, going into the mouth yeah you have to get in the pterygoids and in the uh-huh. masseter and the, it doesn't feel good i'm sure i'm, I'm nicer than my chiropractor is but <laughs> yeah because yeah, i yeah. can get them numb sometimes but it does help you have to loosen up the, the you know the pterygoids you kind of aim for your ear on the inside okay. you'll feel it if you're if you're tight uh-huh. <laughs> don't try this and sometimes you ear. need an adjustment sometimes you do need a, a chiropractor uh-huh. adjustment sure. if you're out of whack yeah. and do you see oral health more connected to in the in the world of chiropractic care just curious of someone who works more like cervical spinal or like upper atlas stuff or just kind of depends on the practitioner depends on the practitioner i've noticed if someone has is limping mm-hmm. of course the hips go to the tmj mm-hmm. and they'll knock the bite off and they'll break teeth sometimes okay and i did a, my friend who's a, um, a physical therapist did her tongue tie mm-hmm. she realized now the palate goes to the pelvic floor. Wow. She's lecturing on that now. So that balanced out her pelvic mm-hmm. floor. Well, we always, whatever Dr. Deb or someone talks about how yeah. when you move your tongue around yeah. your mouth, it stimulates vaginal something. Oh, and mm-hmm. all the meridians too. No, yeah. we're all thinking. You're the monkey. I've never thought so much about my mouth. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Love it. Uh, any other, other rapid fire questions before we wrap things up anything that you want to share with our listeners that might be new to them or helpful tip or something that they could bring home to focus on oral health well if you're going to get your mercury out do it safely otherwise you get more exposure and you get really toxic so 
And so is there a certain like language or criteria to look for a dentist that does the safe practice or, or what type of language I mean, are we looking IBDM, for? IBDM, we certify with the ProTech protocol and IAOMG has the SMART protocol. So okay. I'm actually grade dentist on, on the IABDM's one. Okay. So you actually have to cover the patient up and, and isolate the teeth, have them on oxygen. Okay. And the staff should be protected as well. Okay. I've never thought about that. Your staff probably getting exposure to dental hygienists have like a higher rate of cancer and actually we did a study okay and the female dental staff high high infertility okay. and infertility. birth defects uh-huh. okay sure well because of fluoride yeah. exposure too, and the mercury sure. yeah yeah even the hygienists are polishing you know the the mercury they're getting off gassed wow never thought and about. actually the patient every time they eat is getting <laughs> yeah. a little bit in their gut and inflaming sure. their gut every time they eat with it and so does everyone need, over time, is your perspective that everyone needs mercury fillings removed and just needs to kind of budget that and look into that? Or is it, you know, if it's not knocking, don't open the door kind of thing? Well, you know, everyone's different. Some people can be super sensitive to a little bit of mercury and some people not as sensitive. It depends how you detox. Sure. APOE, you know, that, all that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think it's doing you any good because yeah. that's two issues. You have the galvanic issue. I actually check the charges on them. If someone comes in with the whole mouthful and we get the higher charged ones first because each of them will have a little charge usually and then the saliva in the mouth acts like the water in a battery and you get this bzzz going on so you want to start with the quadrant or this or the area that has the highest charge to keep you in parasympathetic when you're taking them out wait well, what so what is the galvan so a mercury filling is mercury and then it's about five or six other metals okay mm-hmm there was a time when they would stick copper in there. Okay. <laughs> which is Big actually conductor. corresponds to the 1990s when all the autistic rates started going mm-hmm. up. Interesting. With increase of the vaccine schedule. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So some of them will have a higher charge than others. Okay. So you like, you have all, each filling will have a different charge and then that saliva, you're getting this buzz going on and you, people, if it's a really high charge, they can tell right away. If you take a tooth, a filling out and they notice right away, that's from the galvanic issue going away. Then you have the toxicity of the mercury issue. Mm-hmm. So I had someone, and I, I do a quadrant and put everything in a bag, all our stuff, all the PPE we use, and go mm-hmm. take it outside. And I came back in the room, and you know they're rinsing with charcoal and everything. She goes, I can see again. I can see again. And I'm like, I can read that now. Wow. Well, it, was, it was a filling right here that went to her eye, you know? So it was, it, the, the current was blocking her, the vision there. <laughs> That's so crazy. I know. Yeah, and I'm thinking of patients like with tinnitus mm-hmm. or, you yeah. know, some, when you mentioned the parasympathetic <clears throat> balance, uh, people are dealing with panic attacks on multiple psychiatric medications for something that has this really distinctive root cause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the heavy metals are. <laughs> That's wild mm-hmm. for sure. Huge. Okay. Yes. I know. I'm like, are there any other things I want to pick her brain before we start mm-hmm. to wrap up? I know. Boom, boom, We're boom. all going to start looking for a biological dentist. Like that's very <laughs> yes. clear. So, um, and I'll, I'll link the website that you mentioned where we can find a skilled practitioner. Um, and make sure they're certified yes. too. Okay. And then, yes, let's tell people in the general Hill Country, Austin area about your practice and where it's located and your website. I'm in Austin. Um, it's austindentalwellness.com. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. Um, and do you do any social media or any of that stuff? I pay someone to do it. Okay, well, good. But it exists. We'll link that as it well. It is there. There's good resources that you, I'm sure, at least support and yeah. all those things. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Good. Uh, we always love to ask as dietitians, all of our guests, a 24 hour recall. So it's kind of like a memory exercise, but also just a little bit of a window into our guests life or real world. Uh, so yesterday, Thursday, uh, from when you woke up to when you went to bed, what did you eat, Joan? I do OMAD. Okay. So I had made a cauliflower pizza. Okay. I did uh, grass-fed beef, and I made it taste like Italian sausage. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I had mushrooms and sun-dried tomatoes and black olives. and Cool. And so you're doing like a keto, one meal a day, fasting. During and the week, yeah. Okay. I'll do and then I do about two meals on the weekend. Okay, okay, love it, awesome. Sounds like that hits a lot of protein and some food <laughs> is medicine boosts. I oh, I do, get... I do do a, I do a whole lemon in the morning. Okay, with all my that green you blend powders with the with the <clears throat> rind intact. Mm -hmm. Okay, and all my green powders. So I do chlorella, wheatgrass okay. powder, um, spirulina. Okay, all the all the green stuff. Awesome. <laughs> and what in the world of so you mentioned the vitamin D, K two probiotic, fat-soluble vitamin A, um, any other nutrient, um, antioxidant or mineral that you think is an important tool in the world of oral health? Well, I think, I mean, iodine, a lot of people are deficient in iodine, I think. Okay, okay. Oh yeah, so uh, you said sweet, so we could touch yeah, that. Yeah, I think, and you know, all the fiber cystic breast stuff, and you can, I think because there's so much fluoride too. Sure, okay. so it balances you know, that out, as yeah. you mentioned, and it support thyroid yeah. health if we've been impacted by fluoride. Mm -hmm. And the mercury is really bad on the on the thyroid too, because okay. you're swallowing it constantly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you're experiencing oral pain, it probably means that there's an infection going on or could it just be when people say like periodontal versus oral infection it's just the gum disease and and receding gum lines the tissue itself versus the root of the tooth you can have yeah i can have tissue pain you can have also the, the that dentin actually has little nerve fingers that go to those okay. tubes so that can be sensitive okay you know with the roots exposed because the enamel is the hardest part of the of substance in the whole body mm -hmm. so if that's getting part of the tooth that doesn't have that enamel it can get hot and cold or even sweet you know sensitive okay and then you can have the tooth itself the nerve dying and that's the <laughs> not yeah. fun pain and so that's like <clears throat> the beginning stages is where like an mi paste or one of those like uh mm -hmm. formulas with like an the hydroxy appetite mm -hmm. to help to actually rebuild and that should help to take down the sensitivity what is like sensodyne use is there like a um pain thing potassium nitrate okay salt peter <laughs> Lovely. So don't be trying that one. Trade that out. Uh, and we'll ask if that's all right. Maybe you can send us um, some links to some of your favorite products. We'll put that in the show notes. Yes. Um, and we'll add our favorites to the Amazon store. And if you have any e-commerce stuff, we'll be sure to link that as well. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the Naturally Nourished podcast. Uh, we will be so excited to upload this for our whole audience. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to have some shock and awe hellos <laughs> and some follow-up questions. So we'll be sure to refer them back your way. All right. Great. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Thanks, Joan. Thank you for listening to the Naturally Nourished podcast. Visit our blog at AllieMillerRD.com for recipes, wellness tips, and food as medicine meal plans. Connect with Allie and Becky at AllieMillerRD on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Until next time, stay nourished and be well.